0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Eunice Ajim show. I am your host, Eunice Ajim, and today we are going to talk about how to plan your MVP, which really only means minimum viable product. I think a lot of founders, um, when they decide that they want to go and launch um, a tech startup, the initial is always like, I have a problem, I have a solution. Um, i'm gonna go out there and see if i can seek funding (laughs) uh, to be able to build the company and i understand that building a technology company is very expensive can be very expensive if you go about it the wrong way but if you go about it the right way which means looking at building your minimal viable product it actually makes it very easy for you to at least have something to show to your customers so, if I was to go back in time and relaunch some of my tech companies, the first thing that I will do before I ever build a single product will be to go and interview my potential customers. That's the best way to get started. First, do a very intimate, user research, user experience, understand the problem, the painkiller that your customers are having and make sure that the problem that you're solving is actually the way they want it to be solved. Some good questions to ask a customer is, hey, I know that you have X problem. Is this a need or a want? If they say this is a need, ask them, would they pay for it? If they say yes, they will pay for the problem to get fixed. Ask them how much they will pay for it. And I'm not asking you to go and speak to one person and say, yes, I have a successful business. Speak to one person and then five and then 10. And if you can, even 50 people um, that you think are your potential customers. But let's start with 10. If they say yes, they will pay for it. Ask them for how much? will it be a monthly subscription will it be on a commission basis uh, will it be an annual subscription will it be on a, um, a per use basis like really dig in into like the detailed information of like how your customer will pay you and then ask them how exactly do they portray a solution if you're building um i don't know like a specific example right now like if i had a crazy idea um, about building let's say the blockchain company that I mentioned earlier. So (laughs) since we're going about it, um, let's say I want to build a decentralized voting system for African countries, right? I will go and speak to as many politicians and many people in the government that are supposed to be taking care of um, voting or like to be able to like, truly understand is this a need is this a painkiller or is this a want are they even comfortable changing it? do they want to change how they've been doing business and if they were supposed to change who is the decision maker really narrow down that specifics and um if they were to pay will it be the voters paying or will it be the government paying if they were paying will they be paying per user or would they be paying on an annual basis will it be a one-time subscription will it be a commission really get into the nitty-gritty of things like what would that experience look like fully understand what would the user experience look like when they show up to uh, uh the, to the place where they have to vote what does it look like are they even voting from their homes how do you you know like really like minimize fraudulent activities or people voting two times um, and all of the things that we know typically happens when um, uh, elections are happening in um, different african countries when you get a good amount of um, validation for the problem and for the solution then you can go and build what we like to call a minimum viable product and at this point i don't even think is a technology yet at this point you're just building something i'm going to give you guys actually a more feasible example where i have concrete uh use cases when we invested in croc which is one of our portfolio companies one of the things that i was very impressed about the founders was the way they were capable of like really getting enough users getting enough traction before even ever building a product so the story behind truck is um, Folusha was moving and she needed help, um, like finding like a reliable uh, moving company or like a, a logistic company to be able to take her stuff from one apartment to the other. And she reached out to a couple of people. She couldn't find anybody. And then she said there must be a better way to be able to handle things like that. And then the more she spoke with other people, the more she realized this was not just like a hard problem. It was an issue that a lot of like even regular stores across Nigeria had when they want to move goods from maybe like the manufacturer to like the regular stores. Um, where who do you call? How do you manage all of those logistics? Is it a single company? Is it whatnot? And the way that decided, like did a lot of customer research, and then they decided, you know what, we're gonna start by using spreadsheets. So they went out and then they found as many customers as possible and told them that they had an application to be able to make it easy uh, for them to find truck drivers at the right time. And at the right location and then every single time they will get a call about a driver they needed um, at a particular location what they will do is they'll just get through their list and call as many drivers as possible find the person that is the closest to the location that um, the client needs and that are also comfortable with um, i guess how much money they are been paid that this is for a while really interviewed your customers, really interviewed two sides of the market, understood what was the pain, some of the challenges, some of the things that were successful, and, um, and slowly started building the product that your customers were asking. For me, I think when you're building a company, a lot of founders, especially technical founders, tend to like just run and just build like a lot of functionalities, build different things, um, and then they put it out into the world, and then they realize nobody gives a thing. Nobody's interested in your shiny technology. Nobody wants to buy um, because you're not necessarily fixing a problem because you've not done market research and you are not solving their problem because maybe your app is even too complicated for them to be able to like maneuver through it. So when you're planning to put an MVP out there, One of the best books that I know and I always recommend to a lot of the founders that maybe have no idea on how to get started is the lean startup, right? Like when you're thinking about building a product, definitely do the market research and then build slowly. You can even build like non-scalable solutions before going and actually building a technology. And if you are not a technical founder, let's say you're the CEO and um, you really need to build something like you validated the market, you have a few customers that are willing to give you the physical cash for you to keep building. I would say, go back to those customers that you originally did market research with and say, Hey, I have put something together that I think is fixing your problem. Maybe even give them like a free trial. Like you don't have to pay me anything. Let me solve it. Let me show you how the thing works. Um, And if it's working over the next two weeks, you can start paying X amount for you to keep using it. And a lot of the times, if it's an actual painkiller, your customers will agree to like pay you that extra money. Use the product um, and even share feedbacks. And what I mean by share feedback, in fact, you have to be like very active asking for feedback. So when your customers start using things, you have to be saying, How is it going? Is anything challenging? Is it fixing the problem? Um, how do you find a solution? Like really constantly communicating with these customers. And you might start with one, two, three, four, five, and then you might escalate to 10, and then you might escalate to 50. And before you realize it, you actually have an MVP and a little bit of traction, it might not be a lot of money, but it might be enough money for you to use and say, you know what, let's take this traction. Let's go and speak to um, either like friends and family and see if we can get enough money to maybe like accelerate the growth of our product because our customers are complaining that X future maybe is breaking down or like this is not really working out for them. And you really need the capital to be able to like hire more software engineers. You really need the capital to be able to like bring on more sales or like marketing staff to really push the product forward. And at this stage, um, I think this is like the one step that like founders typically like skip and they just go immediately to like, I have an idea, it is an amazing idea. I think the market is ready. I need funding to make the company happen. And what they end up realizing is that nobody's going to give you money if you haven't shown some kind of traction and that is actually a need for the product you're building. All right, I think we are getting to the end of how to plan your mvp for your startup i hope you found this podcast episode useful and um, you are living the best version of your african dream have a blessed day